Well, hello, this is Beth at BethJones.net. I want to welcome you to my podcast, the Beth Jones International Speaker Official Podcast. I'm so glad that you're joining me here today. You can also follow me on Twitter at Beth M. Jones and visit my Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash BethJones.net. You can subscribe to this podcast at iTunes. Today's podcast is Manage Your Time Well, and what I want to do is pray first, and then we'll get started diving into today's topic. God, I just come before you in Jesus' name, and I thank you for today. I ask God for your anointing to be upon me. I ask God that you would help us to make the best use possible of our time. We know that time is our most precious commodity, God. It's our most precious thing. So God, I just pray that you would help us each and every day, first and foremost, to spend time with you, to spend time with family and friends, those we love, God, doing what really matters. God, that we would not waste our time here on earth, but God, when we get to heaven, we would hear from you, well done, good and faithful servant. God, I just pray you would bless today's podcast, bless a listener, and I just give you all the praise and all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Today's podcast is Manage Your Time Well. This is the second in my podcast series for this year. I'm going to be doing a series throughout January on different topics, and today is on time. All of us have 24 hours in a day, and I was reading an article by John Mayer, who is the CEO of Lemonly, and he said the most important moments of the day are the 20 minutes that you commit to planning. And this is in the Entrepreneur Magazine. He says, the most valuable resource an entrepreneur has is time. So stop giving it away to people and spend it on activity and stop spending it on activities you don't care about. And even declining things that are interesting to you, interesting opportunities. He says, saying no today means saying yes tomorrow to something that matters more. And I thought that was really good. Now, author, speaker Tim Ferriss suggests writing three to five things down and then choosing one thing to commit time to completing. And Gina Trapani chooses her most important thing. M-I-T. And what I usually do is I usually make a to-do list the night before and I write three to five things on the list and I focus on the first one and then if I complete that one I go into the next one. But I make sure I get my one priority task done every day and I check each one off. I love, I'm a little bit obsessive about that. I love to check things off my list. I love to get things done. So don't just plan your day, this author says, John Meyer, but get things done and take action. He, he gives this challenge to you. You choose your most important 20 minutes of the day. How will you spend them? And I would add, how will you spend all the minutes of your day, all the minutes of your life? Are you doing what really man matters? We need to manage our time well. And what I do on my to-do list is I divide it into priorities, and my priorities are God, family, health, business, and personal, and that personal includes friendship as well. So I make my to-do list each day. I know my priorities and my tasks, and I try to get the most important thing done, and then I move on to the next, next task. Now, some days I may get three 
big tasks done. Some days I may get 10 or more tasks done, especially when I'm cleaning or organizing things. Uh, last year, my priority was my book, Promises in the Dark, One Woman's Search for Authentic Love. That is what I was focused on. I had a deadline, and I knew I needed to get it done. And one of my coaching clients this week asked me, Beth, how did you write your books? Did you just block off time? Did you just um, close the door and write for a long period of time? Did you write it? And just a few minutes a day, how did you do it? And I told her what I did was close my office door and then I would write for hours. And I did that for months because I had to get that book done. And by the way, you can get that book. It's available at Amazon. It's available at Barnes & Noble. And it's available at my website store at BethJones.net. It's called Promises in the Dark, One Woman's Search for Authentic Love, and I have other books as well. But I told my client, yes, that's what I had to do. I had to close a door. Um, some days my family would knock on the door and say, do you have anything planned for dinner? Are we fending for ourselves tonight? <laughs> and that always made me feel really bad. Some nights we would order pizza. This year and last year, the last part of last year, I started doing Wild Tree Healthy Meals. And what it is is you prep all the food and the day that you go to the grocery store and you freeze them and then you use them as crock pot meals. And it takes several hours to do the meals at first when you're prepping them. But then after that, it's all you do is put them in the crock pot. You thaw them out the night before and then you put them in the crock pot and it has been a lifesaver for our family. Ray is very happy that we have meals on the table, good delicious meals, and I'm very happy that I am not standing over a hot stove for hours because I don't like to cook. So it's, and they're very healthy meals. My daughter Heather sells the products and um, there's a link on my website for that. But that way I'm not having to spend all my time cooking. Now, I do limit my time doing other things, but I wrote my book by setting a deadline. I did have to move that deadline. I wasn't able to finish with the first deadline, so I had to keep moving it until I completed it. I hired my graphic designer, Christine Dupree, who is on Facebook, and I hired my formatter and editor, Hannah Moon, who is with Heritage Press Publications. Each day I make that to-do list and I prioritize my tasks. I don't put too much on my list because otherwise I'm going to get overwhelmed and I'm going to feel like a failure if I don't get a lot of it done. So I just usually put three to five tasks a day to-dos on that list. The next thing is that I don't play Facebook games. I also limit social media. Now, social media today, I believe, is vital if you're going to have a successful business, but I refuse to live a virtual life. I refuse to be a slave to social media. Sometimes I take a social media fast. Sometimes I'm on social media sporadically. Now, some people would say that's not wise business advice. But I am not going to live a virtual life. I'm going to live a real life. Also, I hardly watch TV. Um, we do have Netflix and Hulu here um, on our Xbox. 
I, I will watch movies sometimes, like a chick flick or a funny movie, but I do not spend a lot of time watching TV like reality shows or The Bachelor or Dancing with the Stars or Scandal or a lot of the shows that a lot of people are watching. Not because I, I, I'm judging people for doing that, but I just feel like I don't have time to do that. I, I don't want to spend my time doing that. If I'm going to relax or um, try to get refilled, I'm probably going to read a good book or go for a walk or go eat Mexican or go shopping, something like that. But a lot of times I will spend my free time reading a good book or watching a teleseminar or a webinar. I like to learn. So um, I spend time on priorities and I try not to waste my time. You may remember several years ago there was a, a soap opera called Days of Our Lives and they would start out the show by showing an hourglass with sands coming down and the 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 man, the man doing the voiceover would say, like sands in the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. And that is so true. Our life is passing like sands in an hourglass, and we need to not waste our time. We need to do what really matters. When I was much younger, I would spend a lot of my time partying, and I would go from relationship to relationship with men, looking for that authentic love. And I share about that in my book, Promises in the Dark, One Woman's Search for Authentic Love, which, again, you can find at Amazon or at Barnes & Noble or my website at bethjones.net. But I wasted a lot of my time. I, la I wasted a lot of my years. And I don't want to do that anymore. The next thing is, at the same time, I try to relax. I, I, I try to find times of... Uh, refreshment and refilling and actually the Bible tells us to do this it says in Ephesians 8:15 ESV so I recommend having fun because there is nothing better for people to do in this world than to eat drink and enjoy life that way they will experience some happiness along with all the hard work God gives them God wants us to be happy he doesn't want us to be unhappy. He doesn't want us to be miserable. He wants us to enjoy our life. And in fact, Joyce Meyer wrote a book called Eat the Cookie by the Shoes. And what had happened is she and her husband Dave had joined a workout facility and they were working out about three days a week. And they had committed to this strict eating plan where they were eating, for four days they were eating protein and veggies. And on the fifth day they had what they called was a free day eating anything they wanted, and usually it was something like pasta or dessert. Well, one day, Joyce was speaking at a conference, and at lunchtime, she passed this plate of chocolate chip cookies. And when she came back, she thought, I really want one of those cookies. And so she broke off a piece of the cookie, and she ate it. And <laughs> then her husband, Dave, said in this very accusing voice, she said, did you just eat part of that cookie? And she felt defensive about it. In his mind, and you know, to, according to a man's logic, he thought she had eaten the cookie on the wrong day. 
that a friend saw what was happening between Joyce and Dave and she said, Joyce, you deserve that cookie. And when this last session is over, when you're through speaking, I think you should even go out and buy some shoes to go with that cookie. So what Joyce did is she told the audience about what had just happened with her and Dave. And the ladies in the audience clapped and they were really happy. They clapped really loud and, and they cheered. And that's how the book was born. And again, it's called Eat the Cookie by the Shoes. And I just love that. And actually on the cover, it's got Joyce with a cookie and a pair of red shoes. And I just, it just really drew my eye when I, when I saw it. So she had struck a nerve. And she says, your cookie may be food. It may be a nap. It may be a pedicure. It may be a massage, going fishing, just free to do anything that is not immoral or illegal. And she says, sometimes you need the cookie to get to the finish line. Now, maybe you don't like cookies or you don't want to eat cookies because you're uh, watching your weight or trying to get rid of sugar in your diet or whatever. I'm trying to cut sugar from my diet this year too. But whatever it is, be sure that you have some sort of pleasure and fun in your life because God wants you to enjoy your life. We need those times of rest and we need to have fun. For me, it would be traveling. I love to travel. The next thing is that um, I would encourage you to have that time daily with God, to have that prayer time, studying your Bible. On Sunday afternoons, I go to small group, and I encourage you as you're seeking God to find out what your purpose is and to pursue that. The Bible says in Matthew 6.33 ESV, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. So when we make God first place in our life, he will order your steps. Psalm, uh, Proverbs 69 says, The heart of a man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. And I've been doing Joyce Meyer's challenge, the 30-30 challenge, since the beginning of this year. And what it is is you read the Bible 30 minutes a day for 30 days. And I've noticed a difference. I've noticed when I put God first, my day goes smoother and I'm getting that word of me and not just reading the Bible but really studying it and asking God how can I practically apply this in my life and God let your word wash over me let your word change me and change my heart and I think that's one of the most difficult things to do is as Christians we know what the Bible says but sometimes it's really hard to apply in our lives especially with people that are difficult, hard to get along with, uh, you have conflict with them, you know, you have people in your life that are what I call sandpaper people, and God does that on purpose because he's wanting to change our hearts. You know, one of the best ways that you can change a relationship is to start praying for that person, and then what God does is as you're praying for that person, say your husband or your child, your children or a co-worker or friend, family member, God begins to change your heart. One of the best books I can recommend, say for marriage or parenting, is by Stormy or Mardian called um, Praying for Your Husband, and that's a really good book for you. I've noticed 
a difference when I put God first. Now, you don't have to always pray first thing in the morning or spend that time with God first thing. You can spend time with Him at lunch, in the afternoon when your kids are napping, or you can have nighttime devotions too. But I found that putting God first, first thing in the morning, having that time with God first thing, it really does make my day go better. One thing to keep in mind for time management, especially for women, is if your schedule in your house is out of order, if it's a mess, you may not be as productive. So some creative types, they seem to thrive off having a messy room and having a mess around them. But I don't respond well to chaos around me. It makes me feel chaotic inside for things to be dirty or disorganized. And sometimes my desk is messy. Uh, it can be messy for a while. But then after a week or two, I have to clean it and organize it again. Because, like I said, I don't respond well to that chaos. I just did a decluttering and organizational spree at the first of this year because I wanted to have everything organized and in order for this new year. I feel like if you get things in order, you can make room for the new. What I did was I put, I, I went through all my papers. I did, I, I went to tame the paper tiger. So I went through all my papers, put papers in colored files. I organized my bills and my papers. I threw stuff out. And I especially shredded a lot of papers. I have a little shredder. I bought it at Walmart. You can get them at Kohl's or Target or Walmart for $30 to $50. And they're wonderful because you can shred papers. Um, it helps also if you're concerned about identity theft. You don't want to just throw important papers out in the, the trash can um, where someone can actually get a hold of them and, and commit identity theft. But it's great for shredding papers and getting rid of that all those papers in your in your office. So what I'm going to do now is go through my laptop and go through files and delete them. I also at the first of the year went through all my emails and got them down to zero. I had you wouldn't believe how many emails I had in my Gmail. So I went through all those and either deleted them or I put them in folders. So you can do that too on your laptop. Go through all your pictures and your files. Go through your home. Go through all the closets and the drawers. Get rid of things. If you're not using it, if, if you've had it for years and you're not using it, get rid of it. Give it away. Sell it. Make a little money. Um, you know, like we had a couch that we were not using when we moved to this new rental home and we gave it away. So, um, you know, if you don't ever give anything away or get rid of things, you can't make room for the new in your life. And it's the same thing with your time. What are you spending time on that's wasting your time? What do you need to get rid of? What do you need to prune for your schedule so that you're spending time with God and your family and your friends doing what really matters, spending time on your business, spending time on priorities so that when you get to heaven, when you um, either die or Jesus comes, whichever comes first, God will say to you, well done, good and faithful servant. We need to be about God the Father's business. So um, I want to encourage you today to spend your time well this year, to prioritize, to really go for your dreams. You know, someone was asking me this week on Facebook,
about one of her dreams she was not sure about if she should pursue it or she should wait later till her her child was graduated and I you know she has to hear from God on that but I just believe that time is so short now that we really need to be going for our dreams and doing what God tells us to do to not wait to not procrastinate things will never be perfect there will never be a perfect time for it really I mean I just think you should go for it so I encourage you to dream big because we serve a big God this is Beth at BethJenis.net and be sure to subscribe to my podcast on iTunes also find me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash BethJenis.net be sure to visit my website at BethJenis.net and sign up for my personal mailing list and I will talk to you later have a great day I want to close out in prayer God I just come before you in Jesus name and I thank you for the gift of time I thank you for the gift of life and God I pray that we would number our days with wisdom that we would do what really matters that we would seek you first and we would live well and we would love well and God, I pray that you would teach us how to do that, that you would change us from the inside out. And I ask God that this year we would spend time with doing what really matters, that we would prioritize our time. God, we just give our time to you. We dedicate it to you. And I just pray all these things, and I pray you would bless a listener with a blessed, prosperous, and fruitful year this year. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen.